0: Hello and welcome back to episode 11 of the Business Life podcast from Food Circle. Uh, I'm James and I've got Paul with me. Hi guys. And today we've got our first podcast in around about two months. Um, it's a warm sunny day in while. June. It's been a while. We've been very busy. So we're delighted to be back with the podcast again. We've had a little had a little break, haven't we?
1: Yes, we have. Yeah, it's been busy. It's been busy. Um Today's guest was meant to uh, come on the podcast a couple of months ago, but it's just delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, and we finally got to uh, get them on. Um, Busy people. Yeah, well, they've been busy for a good reason, because they were on Dragon's Den and it went mental a couple of months ago. So if you're
0: an avid watcher of Dragon's Den, you might have seen them. Um, So our guests today are um, Sean and Charlotte from SuperU, which is a superfood blend business. Um, yeah, from the northeast
1: yeah yeah from newcastle newcastle yep newcastle man and well, i'm sure it's not from newcastle from nottingham but yeah sure it's from newcastle and full
0: disclosure um sure a good friend of yours as well yeah so a good friend of paul's started their business at, around a similar time to us just before i think yeah, yeah so um got many similarities in a way um e-commerce business um in the sort of health market as well um and a really interesting story and they've um, like every business, probably more than most, they've gone through quite a few, um, should we say hurdles and a few um, sort of challenges yep. in their time. So we'll hear all about that. And yeah, without further ado, let's go. Sean and Charlotte from SuperU.
1: Let's go. Let's do it. So, Sean and Charlotte, absolutely delighted to finally have you on the podcast. Um, yeah. Really looking forward to this. And people that don't know, who don't listen, that don't know us. Obviously, won't know that Sean and I are really good mates, going back quite a few years. But he's actually been the hardest person to get on the podcast out of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken months. So, yeah. I don't know what that says. Uh, but hi, guys. Good to really please have you on. Yeah, it's good to finally yeah, be on.
2: Really good. Excited
1: yeah no so absolutely so i think shall we just kick off with you guys um explaining you know who you are what super you is and um all about super you and we can go from there let's hear about it
3: Sounds
4: okay good. so um i'm charlotte and i'm sean and we're the founders of super you and <laughs> super you is an organic superfood brand um that's helping more people Feel the benefits of natural superfoods. Um, we are an e-commerce direct to consumer brand. We are listed with some retail, but our focus is direct to consumer. Um, anything
2: else?
1: That's that's, to add? that's the brief, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's superfoods, isn't it? You know, superfoods exactly. that yeah. have all sorts of amazing superfoods packed in them. You know, um, like uh, what's it, Moringa
3: is one. Oh, oh, Moringa. yeah. You- You've done a bit of research there. Well, I know Brilliant. you've had your clean greens before, haven't you? I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, we're what?
3: literally just making superfoods more convenient for people to add into the daily routine. Um, yeah. So we've got anything from super greens, you know, you mix a teaspoon of greens in with water and yeah. you're getting a good boost of super greens. And um, We've got things like mushroom coffee. So everyone yeah. loves coffee. We're yeah. making a healthier version by adding the mushrooms. We've got mushroom matcha tea. Yeah, we've got we've got a good range of superfoods. Yeah. yeah. How did you get to the? Um,
1: well, I obviously know this, but for for the benefit of listeners and James as well, James, you don't know the uh, the ins and outs of super super use story, do you? So, how did you get to the mushroom coffee? Where did the idea come from?
4: Right. Wow. So mushroom coffee. Okay. Um, we have well. But within the first year of our journey we were at a vegan festival in Leeds yeah. and we just had this little table of like products on display and we were just talking to loads of people all day and a lady came over to us and she was like i love this i love what you're doing i'm really passionate about this um i'm a doctor i'm a gp but i'm also a doctor in functional medicine which is healing the body holistically through food and lifestyle um so she was really interested to meet us afterwards for like a coffee and a chat um Fast forward, we've basically worked with her for the past few years. Yeah,
3: for t- two years now. Yeah. Um, after that vegan event, I think a few weeks later we met her um, and she'd studied at the Institute for Functional Medicine, um, which is just like right up our street um, in the USA. And we were just like discussing our sort of new ideas. And, um, you know, we, we had mushrooms in our sort of... site. Yeah, yeah, on our radar. Yeah. Um And she just mentioned that, you know, I I put much of these mushroom extracts into my coffee on a morning. And that sparked an idea because really we were looking at a sort of blend of different mushrooms that you just mix into water. But for a normal person, that wouldn't sound too appealing, just mushroom powder. So (laughs) that that sort of sparked an idea. You know, we can make um, mushrooms easy to consume by adding it to things. So we've got um, mushroom coffee, our cocoa dream blend is like a raw cacao, sort of like a superfood hot chocolate with reishi mushroom, which is excellent for like relaxation and sleep. So yeah, we just thought rather than creating a blend of just mushrooms, let's try and make it easy. Um,
4: to have every day and that's where the coffee came into it.
1: Yeah, but it, it didn't start with coffee, did it? So it started with just pure like superfoods. But how did you get the the idea to do that? How did you go, Oh, we're gonna start
3: a superfood business
1: and may- maybe how you met as well and stuff so like that. that. Yeah, this, this, yeah, goes yeah. Right,
3: this goes right back to our story then. Um, I'll let Charlotte kick off with the story. Yeah. She's the start of it. So
4: um, before we went to uni um, in 2013, I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which is an mm. autoimmune condition. And after I was diagnosed, you have to follow a really strict gluten-free diet um, but it is an autoimmune disease. So if you do have gluten, um, your body attacks itself basically, and you can really struggle with fatigue and digestive issues. But even after I was, you know, following a gluten-free diet, I was still struggling with fatigue. Um, I was like deficient, vitamin D deficient, um, on loads of different supplements to try and help. Um,
3: you had, you had eczema as well, eczema as
4: Ooh. well and that's all, all related yeah. <laughs> to being a celiac basically. Um, and it just got to the point when we were in our final year that we were like living together and Sean began to realise how unnormal my health was because I would come home from uni at like two o'clock in the afternoon and have to go to sleep for an hour or two to it's even just, like function in the evening. It was just more it like the, the
3: fatigue, fatigue, wasn't it? Try, yeah. You know, when you're trying to concentrate on something, yeah. especially at like dissertation, it's... You I know,
4: just couldn't.
3: ...being fatigued. Yeah. And that's sort of where... I came in yeah Um, yeah. as you know Paul I I did a bit of studying abroad in America in my second year uni, yeah and I know there's like two sides to America there's the the very healthy and then the very unhealthy yeah and they've got some like yeah all the sort of health trends seem to come over from America you know California and and while I was over there I did a project and and did a lot of research into health foods and different superfoods that I've become aware of. So when we were back in our final year, um, we lived together and we just said sort of, why don't we try to look for natural ways to help and add some of these superfoods into your diet and see if you feel the benefits. So we ordered some from Amazon, I can't remember if we went into Holland, Holland and Barrett, Barrett yeah. and bought some sort of like wheatgrass yeah. powder, spirulina powder, and we were just like mixing them in water um, or or in smoothies because with water, it just didn't taste very nice. So mixing yeah. them into smoothies. And after a couple of weeks of having it every day, we started to feel a benefit: more energy, uh, better digestion, yeah. more focus at the library, which was exactly what we needed. Um, mm-hmm. So not only did Charlotte feel a benefit and sort of, you know, the benefits on the symptoms of oh, feeling yeah. from the celiac I so. disease, I felt a benefit as well. So so
4: that was obviously for us personally it was like okay this is this is a real thing this is great um and then we looked what was out there for people and you could go into a shop and buy loads of different individual superfoods and they were all available but to a normal consumer no one's going to know what to do with them necessarily um and then we had the idea for blends there was a few people doing blends like in america a couple of people in england but it wasn't like a brand that you would go to for superfoods so we had the idea to create superfood blends that were like 100 organic contain like no artificial added ingredients or anything.
3: And that also had a function so that yeah. it was clear what they were the four. So Clean Greens is our immunity blend for the mm. immune system, so also good for digestion. And um, Berry Beauty is our antioxidant blend. So that's mm. really good for like skin and hair health. Um and it sort of spiraled from there. Uh, and yeah. we took the idea to the university and they were Helpful in the fact that they offered their sort of food science department, and uh, we work with different nutritionists, and that's where we created the initial range. Yeah, it's, I, I remember we. When was this? Because you
1: started a business just before me. We were talking at the same time, and you were saying, oh, I want to start a company." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I think I do as well." But you were slightly before me. I remember for people that don't obviously won't know, me and Sean um, both support Liverpool and go to Liverpool games together. I think we were flying somewhere. We were flying to a EuroA game. And you said something like this some lad, you know, is like in New York pitching his
3: superfood thing or something like that. And you said, That's exactly what I want to do. Yeah, I I remember that actually. And I also remember maybe a year before that, you were working and you said having your own business didn't interest you. And then a year later, yeah, you are stuck. Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah, he it said that a year before starting the business that he had no interest in starting his own yeah. business. And then wow. we well, heard the uh, truth was- now
0: on this podcast because he's always uh, <laughs> uh, told the story that you know he had this natural urge and yeah. it all came naturally to him. So that's interesting.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. It, it did like a year, a year. I think I was still because I was working then, <laughs> working now. I've just got some big giveaway, isn't it? Um, I felt like I was learning still. I've, I've still got more to learn, yeah. like in work. I wasn't yeah. like I mustn't have been like ready. But then I got bored and I was like, oh,
3: you know, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just like, yeah, I need to do just my own It shows, shows how things can change, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Charlotte ever, like for me, I, I always sort of fancy doing, getting involved in business. I always, even from a young age, I, I just, I feel like I had that urge to start a business or yeah. be in business uh, with yeah. Charlotte you didn't I never you didn't really it. even consider it did you but now no. that you yeah no yeah
0: yeah it sounds like you didn't have to sort of um not sort of work on the idea but it kind of um came to you quite naturally yeah. really because you were buying these products and then you saw a bit of a gap where maybe they didn't look very like much like a consumer product i don't know if they were like when i think of stuff like what you do but prior to price to you if you like i think of it as maybe looking a bit medicinal and you see those like bags in Holland and Barrett or whatever and yeah. you've kind of taken it to that consumer level so it sounds like that kind of came quite naturally you didn't have it to was, like say like, you know we want to do a business what you know yeah. what else should we do and like pouring over different ideas and stuff it sounded like it kind of developed quite organically if you excuse me yeah. yeah
3: yeah, uh, it, yeah it, it really yeah. was because i think i like i said I, I i wanted to sort of have my own business um and when you when you're really trying to wrap your brain brains about what what could you do it it it's it's hard but then mm-hmm. I remember we were adding these superfoods into our diet and it was one night we said, why, why don't we create our own range of products? And then yeah. when we were searching, we didn't see appear to be initially that much competition. Um, and I remember that night we we could barely sleep, could we? Yeah. I, I woke up at like three in the morning and I was on my laptop doing, doing research. And then the next day... We were like emailing the business startup center at the university and we just got like really excited about it. Because yeah. it was yeah. sort of we felt the benefits and it yeah. Like yeah. you say, James, it felt quite natural.
0: Yeah. What what did it look like initially then? Is it like you mixing stuff together on your kitchen table or did you just go straight into like the union and start like working on something like more official and more proper? Um,
4: so to start with, um, because we we had the idea, it was before we started the term in January so it was December January time 2017 so then we we emailed the uni we're like we've got this idea we need some help to create some products um are you like can you give us any support so we finished our exams in June and literally the day after we went to their um campus which is like out of the city centre and they have like a food science team so it was like a huge lab we were all, like, cloaked up, nets on, and we'd ordered, like, loads of different powders, like, loads of different superfoods to start mixing together um, to try for, like, nutritional value and for flavour and taste and everything. So we were in there for a good few days just Yeah, it was, it
3: was it was actually, like, was at, so at the cool. time, it was so exciting, you yeah. know, being in the yeah. lab and stuff. Yeah. We look back at some of the pictures and it's like, oh, just... I remember. We just literally didn't have a clue back then, but... Yeah. But one thing that we did notice especially with the greens like greens powders there's that's probably one of the more competitive products that we've got mm. but 99 percent of them or even more taste horrible, horrible. Um, and and to be honest that's just because of what you you're drinking So of spirulina algae uh wheat grass it's all these yeah. grasses and different super greens that generally don't taste nice and um, mm. so we want we knew we wanted to have product products that tasted nice so that was a challenge for clean greens yeah and a lot of, a lot of competition in the market sort of add um things like sweeteners or natural flavorings rather than doing that we wanted to keep our products 100% natural so mm. we've added things like freeze-dried pineapple powder barbed yeah. fruit camu, camu berry to the greens to try and neutralize the flavor um, and we our
4: first batch of clean greens actually yeah. had pineapple and baobab in and it hadn't got camu camu berry in and we were testing it and even the lab lady, she was like, still not right. It's, it just still doesn't taste nice at all. Um, and then we found camu camu berry, added a little bit of that in and it completely changed the whole taste. Yeah. Because it's very bitter and quite sour. So against the, the alkaline flavor of the greens, it really balanced it out, so that was a huge way for us, wasn't yeah. it? Um, but that was the hardest product to formulate, 100%. Yeah.
3: Did you just start off with that one product then, or did you did start, we, like did a we range? Start, of we actually started off with Berry Beauty Clean Greens and uh, one of our protein powders, so three products. Yeah. Product.
2: yeah.
0: So, so, when you got to the end of that like week in the lab, like testing stuff so out, did you did you have like a couple of products that you were like they taste great, they're like good to go, or were you still like oh we still need to find
3: something here or was it
4: like a big success, do you think? Um, It was a big success, wasn't it? I it, think we, yeah, we yeah. were really a few, happy.
3: A few, few weeks in the lab, and then, yeah. we, then we were sort of really happy. Um, yeah. And then we, we were just preparing to sort of launch then. Yeah, yeah. and it, it doesn't
4: figure out like how that was going to work, basically.
3: Yeah, tell us
1: how you went from mixing in a lab to a finished product and getting that released. Because I know for a fact it wasn't smooth, was it? wasn't oh, a smooth that, uh, uh, transition. Not.
3: Uh, well, well, one thing we we often say is that we 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 were so eager to start. You know, we left uni, and people are like, "What what are you doing? I'm starting a business." And it was getting on like to November time, and we just we were so eager alone. Maybe looking back, we might have rushed it a bit, and um, and then we were lucky enough to find a manufacturer who, um, you know, we 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 sourced a lot of the ingredients, and then they blend the powders together and pack it into our packaging, um. But that that back at the start, and um, one one company did the whole sort of process yeah. for us once we gave um, them the formula. And I remember the products were due to come yeah. on like I think we launched on the 15th of November 2017. And that we knew the products were arriving on the 15th of November. And for some reason, we launched our website on the 14th of November on the evening. So we sent out, we built up some some sort of um buzz on, yeah. on social media yeah. and collected it's a small buzz and uh created like an email list and people were signing up and we, we just relaunched on that on the night time the 14th uh the next day the pallet come to our home on the drive we've got pictures like oh. really really happy it wasn't
4: a full pallet it, it was, was like a half a pallet it, it was, it was probably well. it was
3: probably a quarter of a pallet to be yeah. honest and yeah. uh we, have, we i've got pictures of charlotte like picking the first box up really happy and um, we brought it into the house we cut the box open and yeah, it couldn't have been more wrong like the, oh. the, the boxes were just like the the labels that we had designed and asked for like the, the actual finish of the labels the finish of the, the size, pouches that we had the, the sizes size of the
4: labels. Every, like, every, everything, everything was
3: just was wrong. wrong it was just like a, a cheap paper label it was Um, all
4: wrong like we originally were in craft pouches so like really standard packaging label on the front and a label on the back and on the small pouches the label on the front was like really really small and shiny and on the back it covered the whole pouch and it was paper like it was it was a disaster I don't even know how they printed them so I'm not
3: not sure how the manufacturers sort of Messed up that bad, but it yeah. was really bad. But this is this is where the f- the first sort of challenge was on the first yeah. day of the launch. We actually had we said if we could get some orders on that first evening, then it would be great. And we, we did get some mm-hmm. orders, and not just our friends and family, which was good. Yeah. And um, but then we just when we opened the boxes, we weren't we were just not happy to send them out. We're like perfectionists, and we like everything yeah. perfect. Yeah. So that that day, instead of being excited about sending the orders. It ended up running around um, Newcastle trying to find um, a packaging supplier who could turn them around in like 24 hours. And we, after about five different visits, we managed yeah. to find someone who obviously sensed how urgent it was and they and turned it around and they, they, they ended up providing us with the pouches that we should have got. And yeah. so then we had to um, send them off to get refilled. And so yeah, they, there's the first challenge on the first day of launching. Yeah. Disaster. Well, a rude, that's a rude awakening
1: to what it's like running the company, isn't it? Like, from the, yeah. from the outside in, people are like, oh, you know, happy couple, starting a brand, it must be brilliant, you know, must be so easy. But my God, the amount of shit that goes wrong running a company, that, like <laughs> that's perfect. That, like, the first day, and you're like, but how did how did you deal with that? Was it like, you know, I don't know how we're going to come back from this, or was it, well, this is a nightmare, <clears throat> but we'll sort it. Do you know what I mean? How, you, how did yeah. you approach it?
4: Yeah, I think... We knew that we had to sort it, and obviously at first we were—it was like severe anxiety. Like, how are we gonna? Like, how are we gonna sort this? We've got no time. This is a disaster. Um, and we just had to put our heads together and figure it out. Um, hmm. and we knew that we would figure it out. It would just take a bit of time, but thankfully we just we got the job done. And that seems to happen all the time. Yeah, um, it does. But yeah, it was that was um a really big challenge, definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you need to be ready for that, don't you? Going into business. You gotta be ready for things going wrong and being able to overcome it. But yeah, the anxiety is horrible, isn't it? We know exactly what you how you feel. We had an um yeah. Yeah. have we said the quest story on uh, the podcast before?
2: Oh I don't
0: think. What's what
1: been with us? we uh, very similar.
0: So get
1: anxiety about that. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> when we were starting to get somewhere, we bought like I think it was like 15, 20 grand of stuff from Quest Bar. And uh, it was like a big deal. Our first big deal, it was like 30 days payment terms. And we just went for it. And uh, we used to put stock live on the website before it arrived. So they said, oh, it's coming next Wednesday. We're like, yeah, great. It's like four pallets or something. So on the Tuesday night, we said, yeah, let's just put it on. I'm desperate to get the sales. Put the stock live on the six o'clock on the Tuesday thinking oh yeah it'll come in tomorrow but it went mental like we put it on it's like a record sales it was ridiculous like oh my god like <laughs> you know like shopify is going off constantly yeah. and we're and all of and you're like buzzing but then you're like shit, what if this actually do not come in we're, we're in the right pickle and it didn't come in for a week like oh, oh. god it went into a bank holiday didn't
0: it so it didn't turn up, like, <sighs> didn't didn't turn up on thursday or friday and then we had a bank in Monday, I think, yeah. so it ran into like the next week, It still it didn't take up on the like first Tuesday. On the Tuesday, we were, we were waiting. a week, and we had people who <laughs> had it for like next day delivery and all that. Oh sort of man! Oh my god! It was horrible. Because we never did it. We never did that again,
1: did we? No, but yeah, you have to learn from it, don't you? That's it's learning from mistakes. Is what it businesses is. are. Wow. All. Oh,
3: absolutely yeah. is. Proper. It's a it's a learning curve.
1: Yeah.
3: And it doesn't and it doesn't really get any easier. To be fair.
4: No. 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 Every time you take, you know, take ten steps forward, you're gonna take like fifty back. There's always gonna be a hit back, no matter what, no matter how much you plan, something's always gonna go wrong. I think we've learned that now. Yeah, and you just got to start sort of it was like, why is this prepared. going wrong? But now we have to be prepared for it going wrong because it most likely will in some format anyway
0: yeah it's you know, it's just something you have to get used to like if you if you're going into business thinking that you're going to have like a problem free life it's just not going to happen like you know you can kind of like you deal with the problems that you've got and then think oh we're over that now we're, we're past it and then something else comes up and you're just like well this is just never ending and it just once you get used to that it just makes it a lot easier i think
1: yeah yeah we've had uh, we've given advice to someone a few weeks ago and they said, I don't want it to be a pain, none of the business. We were just like, I'm almost off from chair. I was like, you're like, don't, don't start a business. Cause you're going to be of a massive, massive shock. Like it pain is, that's something the company up to me. Um, but you know, there's obviously, yeah, it's not well, all, bad. To work. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Make it out to be horrendous, aren't I? Um, but, but you know, so what, what I'm interested in, you're telling on the podcast is how, cause obviously, well, it's not, obviously people might not know, but you're uh, engaged. You're a couple, how what's the dynamic like? <laughs> um, what's the di- How does it work? How, how is it being a there might be people out there, couples that want to start a company, um, and they want some advice on how to make it work and things like that. Obviously, you guys do make it work really well, and you're a great team. So, what advice would you have for people that want to do it?
4: I know I, we, we probably get this all the time. And I yeah. think people at the start were like, oh, you're a couple. Are you sure this is a good idea um, to go into business together and don't make business with pleasure and all of that. Um, but we, we're we just a great team. Um, I think we balance each other out. Um, I'm quite hot-headed and can get quite stressed, whereas Sean is like quite chilled and he's more balanced in a way so we really balance each other out and I think that's really important um also like recognizing who you are as people I think you really need to understand how each other work because you are both very different and I think it took us a while for us to find ourselves in the I think, business yeah
3: it, it did actually you know like I'm um, finding what what you good at really and yeah. um, I think the first year we worked on so many tasks together because we just we just did everything together rather than splitting the tasks and working on what we were best for yeah. and that's because probably because we came fresh out of uni Gosh. not much experience and yeah. well not any experience really no um and first year we were winging it so it was just we did a lot of stuff together and then it's just finding you know if you've got a if, if there's a couple out there who are starting a business or thinking about it, just finding the strengths um, yeah. and then, yeah.
4: And figuring it out. And I don't think it should put anyone off. If, you, if you're strong as a couple and you work well, then just go for it. And we've come, especially the past year, we've been in the house every day working we've like split our roles so much more and we've worked so much better because we're not down each other's throats, like, you know, trying to do the tasks together. We've yeah. split it and we've been so much better the past year, haven't yeah. we? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. What, what do you do Definitely. when you finish working do you have a rule where you're like right we don't talk about business anymore we put
3: netflix on and we just forget about it <laughs> Nah, not really no. it, it's like it, it's our life really to be yeah. honest um, That's what it is. you know we we talk about it all the time We're, we might go off to something else for half an hour and then we'll be back it'll back just come it it'll come back you know we speak to some people they will be like they'll, they'll stop at five hard and um, and they won't talk about the business but which not like that um in
4: terms of like downtime like our evenings we probably stop working sometimes at like eight and then that's it phones away well what like the evening and then we go
3: for a walk. We, we, walk, we, we walk yeah, a lot.
4: we do walk a lot and then like Saturdays we'll say like we'll have Saturday afternoon and we'll go out and we'll go on a walk or we'll do something. Um we always make time for each other. That's like not in work. I think that's really important. Um yeah. to that as well.
0: Yeah. I kind of thought you might answer that because when you start a business it kind of like blurs the lines with your with your own life. You know, there's no kind of like oh, yeah. start and end time. There's no one telling you when to work. So it's kind of like it just all becomes ra- raveled up in, in your life. I suppose. Well, it does. I know from yeah. experience yeah. myself as well. So, kind of thought you might say
1: that. Right. I didn't think you'd just clock off and be like, right, that's it. Now we don't talk. About yeah, it be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be superhuman if you're able to do that. Because yeah. <clears throat> it yeah. does does become your life, doesn't it? When the business, there's no getting away from that, and you can end up working just you know just too much as well. So, you definitely need that discipline, don't you? In, you know, in the evening or you know, on a weekend or whatever. Um, We've we've had it this year. Like being one of our advisors has forced us to take like two weeks off because last year, and you you've been the same. Being an e-commerce business, it just went mental last year, and the growth has just was in the past you know twelve to fourteen months just been non-stop. Um, but it really it burns you out, and it so you need to, you've just got to have that holiday. Um, but you know this is where you start building up a business and bringing people in to enable you to do that. Um, Yeah. So, have you? What's your situation now? So, you went from starting at uni, finishing, starting in a kitchen together, uh, building the brand up slowly um, over the past. What you launched in December twenty seventeen. So, what's been the big sort of big steps that you've made in those three and a half years, four years?
3: Yeah. If uh, so, we've been going. Yeah, three and a half years now. And if we broke it down, you know, first year was very much. we used to go to different events, or like every other week, um, yeah. different vegan events, yoga events, just just any event really with a stall, um, and we were just getting customer feedback, and you know, just try, just trying to sell, sell the product, sell what we could, um, and in terms of revenue that year, it was really, really small, um, yeah. but it was really good getting customer feedback because yeah, then really we we ended valuable. up developing. Of that product from that, and um, towards the second half of the year, yeah. we started to advertise online, and, yeah. and that's where we start to see some good success. And so, going into our second year, we started to advertise more heavily more, online, yeah. and we we got into some retailers such as Whole Foods Market and yeah. Selfridges, yeah, wasn't it? And um, and then we ended up raising investment in our second year, which then just really Opened up the doors. It's going into our third yeah. third year yeah. to, um, you know, increase the market and spend, increase our stock, and um, bring out some new products. And then, yeah, the third third year was um, last year, and went went into lockdown. And yeah. we were already on a decent sort of trend. And then when lockdown hit, everyone sort of habits shifted to online, and we were just well placed in terms of. Online business and um, all about health, people are looking to improve the health and sales just really accelerated, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and then, but so we, in terms of sales, it was really good. But on the flip side of that, the negative for us was that we, we couldn't keep up with the demand. So we went yeah. out of stock a few times last year. And um, so that's where, and we've just decided to bring our manufacturing and order fulfillment in-house to try and help that and just you know we're we not like having these massive uh lead times anymore we can just blend our own powders in-house and package them up yeah um, so yeah that's where we are at the minute yeah it's an unbelievable
1: story but in, in terms of um you no know, to starting a brand would you say it's like essential to raise money at some point
2: um
4: not necessarily um so many brands don't don't raise money. Um, mm. There's loads of options out there. And we we started with nothing. Um, Sean had some savings and that was it. We didn't start with, you know, investment or anything. We just we just did what we could and grew organically. And um, the only reason we, we raise investment was because we didn't want to be left behind in the market. We wanted to have more money to spend more on marketing, mm-hmm. get more customers, and start building more of a brand. And without that investment, it would have happened slower. Um, yeah. And we just knew that we couldn't do that. Um,
3: and I especially, I think yeah. at the rate we wanted to grow, we yeah. we need to do the investment because we didn't have any other option. But I yeah. think it just depends on your situation, really, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I'm, I'm where you want to
1: take the business as well. Yeah, some people are just happy running you know a really small um business from the kitchen aren't they? But obviously you know Aye. if you've got big ambitions to become a big brand, then you know it takes uh and to accelerate your growth you have to sort of yeah it makes sense doesn't it? So yeah. but you
3: and you've just done a, a recent raise as well, haven't you?
2: Yeah,
1: we yeah have, we so,
3: have so um so last summer was it? Yeah. Dragon yeah. Dragon's Den approached us. Um and so we went through the process with Dragon's Den and um, we thought we'd put in an application and then um, we we thankfully got accepted onto the show <laughs> and then and, you know we I remember the Dragon's Den rang us with 10 days notice.
4: Yeah I'd had my wisdom teeth out in hospital um, and I was like all stitched inside really <laughs> swollen I was agony and I was in bed still four days later and Sean walks in the BBC have just rang um they want this on in 10 days and I was like are you joking oh my God. Go still. um so yeah it was it was mega stress wasn't it but it was just like cramming for an exam yeah we had to get like all the numbers like all the questions the pitch Just had to just cram and get it get done, and I'm I'm actually glad that we only had ten days. To be honest, looking
3: back, it was a blessing because if we had if we had six weeks' notice, we would have just been stressing and and working ourselves up. But that ten days to plan, it couldn't have went any better to be honest because we just crammed everything. Yeah,
4: so it was um yeah it was a it was a great experience. I'm not sure, do you want us to go into it more? Yeah,
1: uh, absolutely. I was just going to say, you used us as guinea pigs as well to go into <laughs> the bloody thing. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh.
4: So we, we tried to speak to, you know, a few businesses that have been on before. And obviously we spoke to yourselves because you'd gone through the process and been in the den and everything. And mm-hmm. for some reason... They didn't show you on the telly, which is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so, <laughs> good, <laughs> Sorry, <not>. but, um, <laughs> but obviously speaking to other people that have been through it massively helped us prepare for yeah. for the den because we did, we wanted to be a bit familiar with it before you just throw yeah. it in. I think it'd be really overwhelming. It was overwhelming anyway, but. um yeah, it was, it was a great experience. Obviously it was on the telly on the 8th of April. So like two months ago now Yeah. Um, and we've been, we've been waiting over six months for it to be shown. So mm. obviously we knew what happened in the den, um, but no one else was allowed to know. Um, no. So it's been a, a longer waited wait for it. Yeah.
1: Um
3: Did you have to get there at 6am? So, um, okay. thankfully not. So, well, actually we did, but I remember you mentioned that you were there from 6am until like you pitched that in the late afternoon, was it? That's Five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with COVID, they split it into two two halves. So there was a morning slot and an afternoon slot. So we were yeah. the morning slot. Um, we went at like 6am and then yeah. um, I think we, we were the second ones on about mm. half past 10, I think. Yeah. yeah.
4: So we were done and dusted by...
3: Midday. Midday yeah. um, oh my god!
4: Yeah, which was, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> That's a,
1: it's, it, explain what what it's like. Then, so see, you go in there, don't you? And you don't know what's going on. So you put in like a. Or did you? You weren't in it. Were you in a green room or because of COVID? Do you have, did you have your own private room?
4: We had our own dressing room, so okay. Um, we were just like in there all day. So you, you get there in the morning. They actually said they were going to feed us breakfast, but we never got any breakfast, did we? So nah. we were starving, <laughs> but we were too nervous to eat. Um yeah. so then you get there and you go through like hair and makeup, you have to set up your display that you see in the den, and the producers mm. come in and you know sign off that they're happy with it. The producer wasn't actually happy with ours. He wanted like more fruit and superfoods on show. So mm. he sent someone to Sainsbury's to get loads of like strawberries and blueberries. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, so that was quite intense, wasn't it? Yeah. Um and then they made us pitch in front of like everybody and pretend to walk through the doors so the producers could hear what we were going to say so they knew well you know who spoke first and things. Um, then you go through hair and makeup and you get mm-hmm. mics up and you just sit around and wait. Um, and then we had to do like the interview like you see before, the sh- like you go in the den, so mm. they ask you questions about the business and then you do the walkthrough. So that's the first time you see the den, but obviously you mm. don't see the dragons or anything. Um, and then they make you stand around for ages to so get yeah. loads of shots and angles of you. Um, and then that was it. We were put in the dressing room and just told to wait until it was our turn. Um, so we just had to sit in there and, and wait. It was yeah, horrible. Pra-
3: practice the
1: pitch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, it's it's agonising, isn't it? it? It really is, and yeah, I, it's surreal as well. And it was, well, you know, when you see you get called to go in, and then you're in that bit where you're meant to have a drink and you know, and, like look at the pictures on the wall. How yeah. um, how shitting it were you on a scale of one to ten? Oh my
4: god, oh, it, was, it was like uh, ele- it was like above ten. It like was 10. ten. Oh
3: god, it was it was bad. I remember just before we went on, and um, we were walking around and for some reason. I don't even think I was hungry, but my belly was going mental. Uh, it was just making loads of noises. And I was like, oh, what is going on here? And as, as we were walking past, um, there was like a stand where the, there must have been for like the camera crew. And there was like loads of biscuits. I was like, can I, can I grab one of them? So I quickly had a biscuit. And then we walked around to where the, the pictures are near the other lift. Yeah. And we did actually have a drink because we were like, oh, God. Yeah. And then we, we ended up walking around, pressing the lift button. Um, and then obviously, you both all that you walk you walk in there and they, they shut the doors and then you're in there for like ten minutes. It's horrible, um, wow. And that that was the worst. That was the worst. Yeah. Waiting in the lift and then when they opened, walking to the door, oh. the marker. On the that, just, that that was the worst bit. I still
4: yeah. feel nervous thinking about it now because yeah. I remember stood there, not really talking to each other because we were trying to be quiet and. We were trying to focus on what we were going to say, like what because I was first to talk, and then Sean comes in, so we were just saying like the first sentence over and over again in our heads, and it was just the worst 10 minutes of my life. I think it was horrible. Um,
0: <laughs> I felt exactly the same, I feel nervous, now, was <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking about And I
2: feel like because oh,
0: like, he can't shut his mouth for five minutes, kept talking to me, and I'm just like trying to focus, and I'm like shaking, like yeah. most terrified of ever being. Me, so sort of, like, chatting away. <laughs>
4: oh, oh, we we could not talk in the lift we we probably said we you were right yeah and that was it and then we no, probably we said were, it a few more times it's because we
3: were just focused on like going over the pitch in our heads but yeah it was it was horrible yeah. Yeah. i feel for you i feel for you james beamer paul
4: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honest, i'm glad you went first
3: because
0: i just i couldn't focus in that lift bit so i needed that first few minutes just to like get my head around it while paul spoke and like thought what's my favorite <laughs> words and then once once i got them out i felt yeah nice, yeah that's like, it yeah. once you get
1: the first yeah god yeah. this I hope because yeah i spoke first as well Charlotte. it's like is this guy actually come out of my mouth when i go to speak you know it's like <laughs> oh my god but it's just like the, when when the door's opening you like seen it so much on telly and you see him sat there. It's like, is this actually happening? This is, but, and people like, um, everyone you speak to has never done it. It's like, all oh, right, do you stop and stuff? And, you know, is it like they do takes? And it's like, no, you go yeah. in there and, and you it. pitch to them and and they don't stop. It's madness. That's it's kind like, like
0: an out of body experience, mate. I don't know. It's it, you? it honestly does,
4: doesn't it? Like, I remember yeah. seeing them all for the first time, thinking, I feel like I'm in that wax yeah. music, like they're not even real. <laughs> they're just sat there, not real people, it's weird and I remember looking at Deborah because Deborah's obviously right in the middle yeah. in front of you and she's got her like cute little serious face on and then I looked at Sarah, she's the jolly dragon, hoping she would smile at us and she didn't, she looked like unimpressed so that yeah. I was like right, don't look at them right now until you start talking because they'll just put you off because it just yeah. is so... So nerve wracking, the atmosphere, but um, yeah, we just had to go for it, didn't we? <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> P- practice for anyone that needs to do a pitch or presentation. Practice over a hundred times, and you'll be fine because it, it's just you go into autopilot, don't you? It's like it just comes out, and you don't it, get it, it don't. Into it. No, it doesn't matter how much you, how nervous you are. It just it comes out if if you practice enough. If you don't, then you you're in the shit, really. But if you practice, I think <laughs>
2: yeah. I happens.
3: think there's probably. Yeah, I think you can practice too much though, because we yeah. were practicing like over and over. We probably did it well over a hundred times. Yeah. And I remember it was the the literally our last attempt to practice before they come and got us out oh, of the no. danger room. Charlotte smashed hers, and then I froze. And just, <laughs> just, just me and Charlotte, and I was like, "Oh, we shouldn't have done an extra, an extra like run of it." Um, and yeah. And we like, "Oh God, I'm I'm gonna mess this up," and then. Uh, actually, again, in the den, um, I got a, like, my last sentence. It was literally, we were like home and dry. But it was like, I was like, this is it. And then I got my last sentence and I froze for like two, two seconds, but then I got it out.
4: But then I went to speak to fill in what he was going to say, but then he spoke. Mm-hmm. So we like, oh, we spoke on top of each other and then I just had to like pretend that I didn't say anything.
1: <laughs> well... Nobody noticed. it was amazing. It, honestly, it, I was buzzing watching that. It was so good. yeah absolutely hammered it. And um, uh, you got five offers. Talk through what's happened after then or talk what you can go through, because I know with the you know filming and stuff, it's a bit there's a lot of stuff that you can't talk about. So you went with uh, sorry to anyone that wants to watch this on iPlayer. Uh shall I give it away? Shall I if say If you
0: don't want to know the results, look away now.
1: If you don't know the results, turn yeah, just turn the volume down for <laughs> uh for ten seconds. So you went with Peter and Tage in the end, um, and you're absolutely like you were getting a bit cheeky with them, weren't you? Like going, oh no, can you do this? Can-? It was it was so good. It doesn't surprise me that they gave you the prime slot
3: because it was great. It was a lot more entertaining than our bloody pitch. Right? <laughs> Christ. Um, well, uh, it just, yeah, like we said, we, we prepared for a grilling as I'm sure every business yeah. would um, and it just, it couldn't have went any better. Well, I've watched, I think I've watched like yeah, every season of the show and I know how it can go. Yeah. Um, so then when we of the lift like and it we'd done it it was just so surreal it was like yeah. such such a, such a surreal feeling we it was shocked, unbelievable think, um, but then since then um we actually 2 months after going in there you do all the due diligence and mm. we decided mutually between us and the dragons not to not to go through with the deal um yeah. you know we we only asked for 50,000 pound while we were in there and With our plans to launch in America, we just didn't think that was enough um, at all. Really, so even even with them on board, we knew we had to raise again, and to give away six percent and then raise again, we just thought we'd be better off waiting until after the airing to do a crowdfunding campaign. So yeah, that's what we've just just done a two months ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's so good I encourage anyone
1: to go and watch it on iPlayer and I guarantee you're going to be on like a best of or something they'll do like a, a revisit in a couple of years or something because it was that good um, <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> yeah, definitely 100%. you'll be on Dave as
0: well
1: it will be on Dave yeah you <laughs> on Dave all the time so. what in 10 years yeah, yeah.
0: be on there constantly definitely every
1: day. so uh, it got aired didn't it so what's happened from the astronomical air date to now and how has it transformed your business?
4: Um, well, um, when we were sat there, we watched it with just our family because of COVID. Um, mm. And we had our phones on and obviously you have Shopify. Mm. And um, to be honest, like it, it's like Shopify just froze. Like nothing yeah. was really happening, was it? And we were like, are we getting any sales? Mm. And I was like, don't look at your phone until it's finished on the pitch. And then we looked and every time we refreshed, it was just jumping and jumping and jumping. It was just yeah, crazy. It did.
3: It went, it went crazy. It went crazy. But then, you know, that, that night was like amazing, a surreal feeling, and seeing all like the sales coming in. It's completely different level to where we were at before then. Yeah. Um, and then the next day we woke up and because the sales went so crazy and we weren't expecting to go out of stock. We'd like oversold like one thousand products. Um, and and it, it basically crashed our inventory system. And yeah. we, we had like a thousand orders that we couldn't fulfill. So from the next day it just got really, really sort of stressful and yeah. for about five weeks, I'd say.
4: Yeah. And until
3: we were able to fulfill all the orders.
4: And the issue with our products is that um like clean greens and very beauty are in a bundle together, they're a feel-good bundle. And that just absolutely blew up because I think the Dragons visually showed them on the telly. They tried them and that bundle just went crazy. But the Mm. thing is, is that those two blends, you can have them, buy them individually and you could buy them in like four other bundles. So everything was just like all over the place. So on that Friday we woke up, we had loads of orders for loads of different bundles that we didn't have enough products to fulfill them. Um, uh, so the whole week, the following week, I was on the phone to customers saying, hello, it's Charlotte from Super U. <laughs> And they were like, oh, hello. Um, and basically, okay. you know, oh no, I couldn't <laughs> fill their order. Um, we can send you some of it, but we can't send you all of it yet. Um, and obviously, everybody was, was really nice, but it just took so much time to get through to everyone. Yeah. We sent loads of emails. I was on the phone. Um and yeah, it was just well
3: it was horrible. we just ended up like customer support. Like yeah. uh, workers, you know, I we were just literally just on emails and, and it was stopping us doing other things that we wanted to be doing during that time. Yeah. But like in terms of where to take in the business, we we can't complain. It's 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 another it's a level up for sure. Yeah. Um and then it's obviously made going into the crowdfunding raise um on yeah. Cedar a lot, a lot easier.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah no it's such a clever way of doing it and a really clever just chess move to bring you to take your brand to the next level and you just nailed it like perfect i know but this is what we're talking about at the start things don't go to plan things you know um I never ever go smoothly starting a business so and because you've had setbacks before it's not even really setback is it? it's just a, a bit of a nightmare hurdle to get over you're already conditioned to you know what to do and you know how to get over these things um but we we've had it on a very small scale where we've oversold stuff even quite recently. Mm. And you expect people to be fuming, don't you? And like, oh God, but I'd say ninety nine percent of people are amazing, like and they appreciate mm. you reaching out to them proactively. You get you get like the one percent that's you know, it's just un, you know, is unhappy. Yeah. But yeah. On the whole, people tend to be okay, don't they? Did you find that with people like you yeah. know, really nice and stuff?
4: Yeah, I think, you know. 95, 96% of people were just lovely um, and really appreciated it. But then obviously you get the 4% of people that aren't happy and they're the people that you remember. um, And it was obviously mentally, especially for me, I was handling it with our customer experience, girl, Steph. And with it being our business, you take it very personally, like it's an attack on you. So it was really difficult for me to... To deal with it all but I just had to um, and you know you've just got to go above and beyond for every customer even if they are unhappy Um, it's been a, a real challenge but thankfully we're nearly through it now
3: we are I think yeah.
2: yeah
0: yeah I don't know if you find this as well but because like the Amazons of this world you can order something it's there like straight yeah. away you know pretty much as soon as you have clicked for it and it's all like dead smooth and just easy I think people like expect more and more out of e-commerce companies when a lot of the time it's just like a small business or it's just a few people really trying their best and sometimes things do go wrong. and Sometimes people can like I don't know maybe um, think that you've got like bad intentions or whatever when actually you're just trying to trying to do your best and you're not as well oiled and slick as Amazon. You've not got their resources and stuff. I don't know if you find that.
4: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think. Well, everyone's expectations now for ordering online are another level. You know, mm-hmm. you want to know where the parcel is all the time. You want to track it. You want it to get here in a few days. You don't want to wait for it. So people, it was obviously people do get frustrated. Like yeah. if it's not a sailing process, but then a lot of people obviously realize we are a small business. We're doing all we can. We're not Amazon. Uh, we can't turn things around that quickly. Um, and it's yeah it took a few emails for some customers to understand that but majority of them did so that was good
1: yeah yeah absolutely what's been your um well wrap up for maybe five or ten more minutes what's been your the biggest hurdle in your in your entire history so far and how would you overcome it and how how important is like you know good mental health and good physical health for you to to cope with the pressures of a of business and your challenges that you face
4: yeah, so I think for us, this is like quite a personal one, because obviously, a lot of people won't go through this. Um, but we one year into our journey, Sean was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is blood cancer. Mm. Um, he felt a lump on his neck. He always wears like shirt and T-shirt combo. So we were in a meeting and, and he was just, you know, fiddling with his collar or something. And he felt it on like just above his collarbone. Um, he actually left the meeting to go to the toilet to have a look at it. Um, I wasn't aware of it at the time, and then came back in and he was fine. And then afterwards, he showed me. He was like, you know, what is this? Um, and I felt it. Searched it on Google, worst thing to do. Um, mm. and then we contacted the doctor, the GP. He was like, go straight to A and E. So we did. And then like fast forward three weeks, he'd been for like ultrasound scan, CT scan, PET scan, biopsy, everything. And he was diagnosed with stage two Hodgkin's. Um, and it was, it was like a blur, the yeah, whole thing, it wasn't
3: was, it? It was literally on the day of our second year of yeah. training. So it was like the anniversary going into yeah. our second year. And, we, and then, yeah, got diagnosed and it was just like, what is going on here? I remember texting yeah. you and you rang us, didn't you? And it was like, it's just... Just in, just in shock. It's one of them yeah. things you just cut, you cut don't prepare yourself for. You would never, ever no. think... I suppose people think they're sort of invincible and then something like that happens. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um,
4: you always think it's, you know, it doesn't happen to me. It happens to other people, you know, but it does. And that's the scary thing. Um,
3: so we ended up... I, I went through... In total, it was like six months, wasn't it, of yeah. getting chemotherapy and then radiotherapy with like a rest in between, and um, about six months. And then, yeah. thankfully, I got the all clear. But in terms of like, you know, that that was a huge challenge. And trying to continue with the business whilst all that was happening yeah. was difficult because, for the, especially during the chemotherapy, I would yeah. do, I would go every two weeks and I'd go on that on the every two weeks and for at least a week to.
4: Ten days. Ten days.
3: I was like just rotten, bed bound yeah. for a lot yeah. of it. Just couldn't and then mm. I think I was probably more motivated than Charlotte to do the work because mm. Charlotte was like worried about looking after me. And I was like saying, Come on, we need to do this. And, yeah. but yeah. thankfully that we did keep going on the on the good days and the business kept growing. So yeah. that was definitely a plus that, you know, if, if, if that if I'd got diagnosed and the business had gone like backwards, that would have been A real stress, but thankfully for us it 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 didn't go that way.
4: And I think we it just made us realise how you know our passion is to help more people live healthier, which is what we do. Um sometimes you know you can't avoid a lot of things in life, and unfortunately that happened to us, but moving forward, we look after ourselves, we look after our mental health, it is the Mm. most important thing in the world that challenged us beyond belief in our personal life, in our business life. And it's just transformed how we are day to day. Um, so
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it was unbelievable, really. It was like, uh, is this actually happening? It's like, what, what, you're what were you like, 26? 20, you're a year younger than me, aren't you? Yeah. 26, like, yeah. I, I, yeah.
3: 26 I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, how do you, that's like the, it, I couldn't think of a worse thing to happen when you're starting a business. So to get through that you know everything else from then just becomes like a you know if we, if we can get through that we can do you know a- anything else on it and it just proves that how important health is and when you're busy running the company or just doing whatever you take health for granted and then you have something like that and you're like jesus you know it's um
3: it's frightening isn't it? it really is, is it? but yeah. it, is. it
4: is yeah
3: crazy yeah. just do a lot around the corner so you've got, got to look after yourself and live life, life as well yeah live life yeah 100 yeah, yeah it's, it's inspiring actually genuinely
1: yeah. um yeah it was oh god it was horrendous um but you got you got through it and you've absolutely smashed it since then and it really is inspirational for anyone listening or anything um there's a lot to take from it for sure
0: yeah um and thankfully you're all right now That's just great yeah
3: to see thank you, you. and um, so well. all good yeah um, I, I'm, I get, I check ups like every year now, don't I? But yeah, every, everything's good. And I feel I'm back to normal now. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. What's
1: been your, what's your biggest piece of advice for running, For anyone listening that wants to run a business? What's your number one piece of advice? I'll have one from both of you. One of from okay. from each of
3: you. Um, so I would say, don't be afraid to ask for help. Because, you know, yeah, we you need you need people around you who can offer you advice. You know, people who've been there and done it, whether it's I don't know, yeah. um, like an accelerator program you can get on, um or just, just a local sort of mentor um or so, or someone with another business who's a bit ahead of you. Um, I definitely, definitely say sort of don't be afraid to seek help because just even speaking, we've spoke to you a number of times, and just it just helps, doesn't it, speaking to other businesses and yeah. people who can offer you some guidance. So it's not just, well, this the solo founders. They've got no one to speak to, or it's not just like me and Charlotte bouncing ideas off each other. It's, it's good to sort of bounce them ideas off the other, other people, people to make sure that you are yeah. sort of on the right track. Um, yeah. and obviously, you're still going to make the decision and the final decision, but yeah. definitely
4: definitely
3: seek help Mm yeah
4: Um, 100% and my piece of advice um I think for us obviously we had that buzz it was like an Mm. immediate it was like a thing that we just felt this is we need to do this like let's just do it so if you are passionate about your idea you feel like you know I'm going to give this a go just go for it because if you don't try Mm. you'll never know um everything in life you've just you've just got to try and work for it. So if you're passionate, just go for it.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. I think 100%. that's the reason why I'm doing this and I'm here now because you know I think all of this unwavering confidence of like this is going to work no matter what. Um I can't say that I am that to start with to be honest. I was probably a bit more like fifty fifty like but the thing that drove me on was like I'm gonna just give it a go because if I don't then you, regret it. you just regret it because if you don't try you, you never know whether it's going to work or not. Uh, it's better to yeah. try and to fail than, than not bother I think so exactly
1: so yeah. yeah. But... What would piece of advice be? Oh
0: god you put me on the spot now. Is
1: it for me to get a different chair that's not squeaking for everybody? podcast? <laughs> it's been doing it again hasn't it? Go on. Uh, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <I don't know.
2: laughs>
0: Come back to me. What would yours be?
1: Mine would be not to give a shit what anybody thinks about you and what you're doing, 100%. It puts so many people off because they're worried about what people say and what the people think of you. Um, do you know what I mean? So that would be mine, definitely. I think, I think
0: mine would be back to what we said earlier. like It's a mentality thing for me. It's dealing with setbacks and realising that everything's not going to be 100% positive and not everything's going to go well, and you've got to just learn to deal with that however you deal with it, whether you just, I don't know, whether you just decide not to care, whether you, I don't know, I don't I don't know whether, even if i worked out how to deal with it myself, but I just think have <laughs> got to get used to setbacks because that's that's all, like you get bombarded with it. Basically. Yeah, that's
2: my piece of advice. And
4: I also yes. just to add to that, like if what Sean said about speaking to people, I think it is it's definitely important to speak to people that can resonate and understand right. what you're going through. I think you know, your friends and your family yeah they're there for you but they don't necessarily resonate and understand the issues and what you're going through so i would definitely recommend speak to other founders speak to other businesses because they get it they get the issues and i think that really helps mentally for you as a founder
1: yeah yeah absolutely. friends and
0: family as great as they can be for support and stuff i think they can either sometimes tell you what you want to or the opposite yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah you know you're not where are you going with this why are you doing it type thing and you don't you don't really you know either of those things aren't really the best for you i think so yeah yeah you yeah. need some honesty but you also need someone who's been in, in your position because people have not started a business i think you know not all the time but sometimes probably don't know what's involved like you say, and they don't know some of the things that you come up against and some of the like mental battles that you have to fight to to get through setbacks and stuff
1: yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think am a co-founder is important as well. I wouldn't be able to do this by myself. No chance. No way. I don't. I don't know how people do it by themselves. Um, and yeah, I've, having a circle around you and you know, um, yeah, we we've been fortunate enough Sean to start our business at the same time, so we've been through the the same yeah. thing. So it's good to be yeah, able to definitely. yeah bounce things off each other and say that's that sounds like yeah. a bad idea. That sounds like a good <laughs> yeah. idea. And just yeah. being totally yeah. honest.
0: And when you were telling your story, I, I thought like so many times that just sounds like us, like
1: yeah. getting off a pallet yeah. on the driveway, things are wrong straight away. I just thought this yeah. just sounds so much like us,
3: it's unbelievable. I just copied Sean because he went first. So I was like, oh, i should just do what Sean did. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, Sean
3: and Sean. It's just business, isn't it? That yeah. is it. Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. If this was easy, everyone would do it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. guy really, really enjoyed that. That was brilliant.
2: Thank you awesome. for having yeah, us, Yeah, cheers for having us, finally. And sorry,
1: sorry, you have been hard to get hold of. I
2: know.
1: Well, it's you. Charlotte's been up for it. It's you that's been holding it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Disgraceful. <laughs> I blame you Dragon's Den. Should.
4: You shouldn't go yeah. through, Sean. Just come straight to me
2: next time.
1: He knows how. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? He said uh, you own on Dragon's Den. Uh, what was it? It was Thursday night. And I said, oh, you're coming on the podcast. She says, oh, I'll do it next week. I said, I said to him, no, you are you going to do it next week? You're on Dragon's Den tomorrow night. It's going to be mental.
3: He's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. Honestly. And then how many weeks? Two months later, we're finally on.
2: Yeah. No,
0: honestly, you
3: know, yeah. I think I think we underestimated how crazy it was going to be. But yeah, yeah. Glad, glad we could finally come on.
0: Yeah. If we just spoke to Charlotte, she'd have used the customer service expertise to just manage our expectations and be like, it's probably yeah,
3: take two months, you know, don't, don't yeah, don't, yeah, should have done that time, so. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Thank when you, guys.
4: I was like, I honestly thought it was a customer, and then I was like, oh, it's actually cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, well I got I got my delivery so it seems like everything's um all good now I have got my fantastic clean greens I'll be putting in my protein shakes so good. yeah it's fantastic good. yeah yeah everything's sat so, to normal so. it is so we are super you on Instagram isn't it what we about are on Facebook Twitter same
4: same on Facebook yeah. we're not on Twitter
3: oh yeah I don't blame it to be honest yeah, it's a bit website www.superyou.co.uk there we excellent. go excellent
0: and that's super and the letter U yeah
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. there we
1: go thank you guys thanks loved all. it, all right. Appreciate it. bye yes, guys. guys yes no worries speak bye. soon Take care. Bye. thanks bye. Charlotte bye. cheers mate bye
0: so we're in the outro that was good really good episode um, from what I remember it's a while since we recorded it now it's been a couple of weeks but um,
1: yeah great to hear from Sean and Charlotte mm-hmm. great yeah, business absolutely. story again yeah really enjoyed it as always absolutely fantastic i hope you guys enjoyed it as
0: well listen to it that's the main thing yeah absolutely lots to uh lots to take out from it so uh yeah thank you to sean and charlotte for coming on a real pleasure to speak to them and yeah that's pretty much it really we won't uh bore you for too
1: long in the outro um hopefully we'll have a new episode up soon Mm. and yeah we'll see you next time Thanks, everyone. Subscribe, like, leave nice reviews, leave nice uh, comments and all that kind of thing. If you hate the podcast, then um, keep it to yourself. Thank you. (laughs)